Hey, I'm Brock with Brock Entertainment. And I'm Amanda with Amanda Reed Weddings. And this is the I Do IQ podcast, where each and every week we're going to be discussing the latest in wedding and event trends. And we're going to let you know all the things that you need to know in order to make your event the most special. Yeah, and in the end, you will have the best wedding and event experience ever. And something tells me we're going to have a little fun along the way. I don't know about that. I'm a pretty serious guy, Amanda. And this is a serious topic, so... Only seriousness. Serious business. This is the I Do IQ podcast. Let's begin. Hey, it is Brock. Amanda. And this is the I Do IQ podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. We got a great show for you today because we are talking to you. You got to interview me a couple of weeks ago. Oh, I know. And that was terrifying. But now you talking, you interviewing me has got me a little bit jittery. Yes. Scared. Well, you went to The Knot, which is, you know, the big website where people go to plan weddings. Right. And I have like 20 something questions to ask you. We'll get to that. Okay. But I want to know what are you obsessed with right now? You're going to laugh. So wedding season is kicking back into gear. You're planning oh, weddings. Yeah, I yeah. just did huge wedding over the weekend and more weddings to come. Yeah. So what are you obsessed with? Well, it has nothing to do with wedding. Oh, period. okay. It's not very exciting. <laughs> It's not exciting. All, right. I'm, all I'm doing right now is rearranging. And so I'm like, I'm yeah. not reading anything new. I'm not watching it. I feel like there's nothing really that's fascinating. But I have been on a serious Tacos for Life kick. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. They ha- their Southwest Chicken Bowl is like to die for. I'm looking for a recipe for it is what I'm, try- I'm trying so to find good, a dude. Huh? It's so good. It's like real fresh. Uh-huh. It's, it's not a very wedding-y thing, but it's yeah. just really delicious. It's like my favorite. Okay. It's my favorite meal. Food. So, yeah. I like that. Yeah, yeah, I don't, and I don't get real excited about food very much. There's not like a yeah. lot of foods, and I'm like, oh my god, I gotta have that. But that's something I'm like, oh my I'm god, like, I gotta I'm, have that. I gotta have that. Like, I, yeah, I'm kind of thinking, how can I work that for dinner tonight? But I'm trying to. I want to find a recipe to like make it at home, but I don't think I'll be able to copy it very well. No, it's just, never it the, be same. the same. No, like never I won't be able to get the rice right. I won't be able to get the cheese. It just won't be good. Yeah, yeah, that's my thing. It's not that great, huh. but. It's delicious, and I would love it if Tacos for Life wanted to throw some tacos our way. That'd be you great. Know, that'd be super. But... Tacos for Life. <laughs> I do IQ brought to you by tacos. Do buy a like, taco, give a taco. Do you like how I set you up for that? I do. I You're like welcome. that. You're welcome. You're welcome. No, but I do. I love what that company stands yeah. for, obviously. But I mean, you know, whatever. How about you? What are you obsessed? I'm with obsessed right now? with D1 Performance. Oh, are you now? D1 Performance. <laughs> Biggest sponsor of I Do IQ. Yeah, I mean, it's opening in uh, in Lowell, Rogers yeah. area. Yeah. Coming up hopefully a month or so. I hope so. They've been postponing it. Yeah, and it's all about performance. Of course, you know, I am a uh, former professional athlete. Yes, yes. Yeah. In several sports, though, as I understand it. Right? Yeah, that was, man, before my, my days of... Uh, DJing. I was. Mm. Yeah, I did football. Yeah. Basketball. All yeah. on the professional level. Curling. Curling. Yeah. A little bit of baseball. And to have D one performance in Northwest Arkansas is crazy. It actually really is crazy. And it's, it's the cool. biggest one out of all of them in the country. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Yeah. I My friend Jim Ed told me that. Did he? And I think that guy sounds familiar. He's a hunk. Yeah. So <laughs> he's something. No. He's but something. No. D1 it's going to be really. It's going to be a very cool facility. It is. I'm so excited. I really am excited. It's so be- I. I say D1 performance because I talked to your husband in length about yes. it recently and yes. he got me pretty room. pumped about it. Oh, did he really? Yeah. That's cool. I I'll, think it's, he's, he's, I mean, he's like all on board with this. I he's really so did excited. not know that your husband went to college for football. Really? I didn't know that. Oh yeah. What uh, was his position? He actually played quarterback in high school and moved moved around a little bit. There were some coaching changes uh-huh. when he went to college, but moved around a little bit and ended up playing linebacker. He was an inside linebacker. Oh. No, he was an outside linebacker. 
Just kidding. <laughs> was, I don't know what it was. No, it was a linebacker. I it, think was it was one of them. The inside of the big ones, I think. And were you a cheerleader? No. no? I danced. Not in college. I thought you were. I no. could have swore you were. Thank you. I'll take that. But you were a dancer? In, in high school, but like not Did you not do anything in college? Sorority. Oh, okay. Which was my life. Yeah. That yeah. was that was pretty- Party girl. Awesome. No. Yeah, I'm a little upset that we don't have drinks today. Last week we had uh, Coon Saloon in here and we had some fun. drinks. I know. We'll have to, I don't know- Get Jim Ed in here and have his squats or something. I don't know. It doesn't sound fun. Yep. No, but that sounds exciting. I and mean, it's going to be really cool. It's going to be really neat. I'm excited. I think it's actually going to make me. Are you going to actually work out now? I'm going to have to. I've been so bad. If your like... husband, is he running the facility? Yeah. Yeah. So, so you have to be a fit lady if I you're going to stand I by his side from now on. Yeah, I got to fix this. I, and it's crazy. Like yeah. I have been in excellent shape in the past, but I just, I've gotten busy and I'm just uh-huh. not happy with. Like, lazy. You've been I'm lazy. lazy. I'm, yes, yeah. I am. Very lazy. And so, so lazy. I make excuses for myself. Oh, all about the excuses. I'm started running again which I hate doing, but I'm just trying to get myself back into this. I'm running and I, you know, and that's the hard thing is like, I know he knows how to train. Like, yeah. I know he knows what he's talking about, but it's hard to listen to him. Oh yeah. My husband. Like, I don't want to listen to him. I don't want him to be right. But I know if I listen to him and do what he tells me to do, I'll get the results I want. Yes, so you will. I need to take advantage of that. Both my kids, he's, he's been working out both my kids for a couple of years now. Your kids are awesome. And they're they're mom's awesome. lagging behind. Mom's lagging. All right. So, let's get so. into today's topic. So you all ask right. me all the questions that the yeah, not had. I'm so scared. I'm looking on here and I haven't went through all these so okay. we'll we'll do this together so okay, great. these are on the not questions it says all the questions to ask potential wedding planners wonderful first one are you available on my wedding date yes I am <laughs> no I've got a team. that's a great first question because you don't want to go past Why? that if yeah. they're not available yeah agreed no that's a really good question and typically the answer is going to be yes because I've got an amazing team it uh-huh. may not be me same but I do have an amazing team of people that yeah. I work with who I trust who I have vetted and who who work with me and they they're available. If I'm not, yeah. there are a handful of dates that were just maxed out though. Right. Because, you know, we might take four or five weddings in one weekend, mm-hmm. which is a lot. So it's possible that we might not be, but pretty rarely. And how far in advance do you usually book? You know, we book some. I've had some that book two years out. Yeah. That's not the norm. I would say normally nine to 12 months is okay. kind of the sweet spot. But then, you know, I've had some really amazing weddings book six months out. You know, you just, I never really know. It means you have to work harder. You have to work harder <laughs> for a shorter period of time. That's exactly right. Can you work within our budget? Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. The heels of the question you just said. Yes. Um, okay. So it really just depends. So yes. So yes is typically the answer. But I would say I I get to the point where when we're talking budget with a with a potential client, it's not fair for us to command that portion that much of your budget. Uh-huh. If, you're, if you're talking about spending two point five million dollars, then yes. <laughs> no. It's going to cost you two million just for Amanda. Yes. <laughs> you can have the point five for the wedding. No. <sighs> it really just depends. It really just depends. Right. Yeah. Most people with a reasonable budget, yes. But when you are booking a venue that already costs, you know, six or seven thousand dollars and you're booking a photographer that we know costs five thousand uh-huh. dollars, you're like, we want to spend twenty thousand dollars. I'm like, where's the, well, the DJ spent, and then food and then yeah he spent a big chunk of that and there's probably not a lot left for uh-huh. for our services and that's hard because I feel like everybody sh- I do believe everybody should hire a planner but sometimes if they're not allocating the funds like the right way necessarily right. or they're you know we, we have 500 guests coming but um, we want to spend $250 on food I mean there's just some places where you don't have the money to spend uh-huh. and that would I mean yeah so that leads into the next question yeah. say they can't afford the full service yeah. what kind of services do you offer do you like month of 
coordination, full service planning, or a la carte planning. A la carte. I love that. Okay. Yeah. So yes, we or, we definitely order order offer. It's typically known as weekend of. Uh-huh. I don't like that term though. I don't you're, like you're otherwise day of you get sometimes. <laughs> yeah, day of, weekend of. So you of. the wedding planner on that just shows up that day, right? Yeah, understandably. I don't like that even calling it that because I feel like any planner who would literally just show up and walk into the firestorm that yeah. might be there, I don't think that's why. It could be dangerous. It could be very dangerous. So we don't do that. We do what we call event management. Uh-huh. And that typically, you know, we might we might book it six months out, but we don't actually start service until about two months. Okay. You know, we'll give you contacts. You know, say, yes, you call Brock. Call that, you know, here's, here's who you should call, but we're not going to be the one managing the contract until about two months out. Uh-huh. And then we'll pick up and put it all back together at that point and kind of fill in the blanks and figure out what's missing. But I can't do that. I don't do weekend up, quote uh-huh. unquote, or event management because I can't draw the line. No, still, you, you want to do everything. I want to do it like, all. This is going to be the best. Yeah. The so, best wedding. Yeah. So I cut myself out of that equation probably five years ago. I was like, I'm just not going to offer that service myself anymore. I've got team members who do and they do a great job with it. I just can't cut that. I just can't cut that line. Right. And I'm okay. constantly crossing it. So I don't. So when we hire you, how many meetings will we have and how will we as a couple be involved? Such a good question, too. These are really good questions so far. <laughs> nailing we'll it, see. not we'll nailing see. it. <laughs> so typically our contract includes about six meetings. Uh-huh. That doesn't mean that at meeting number six... We and these have, are in-person meetings, yes? Sometimes, or? sometimes not. We work with a lot of clients who don't live in our area. But phone meetings? Phone and, meetings would count as well. I'm doing a ton of Zoom right now, obviously. But, but you're always available via email. Definitely. I know you get a ton of emails. A ton of emails, but obviously that's the preferred method because yeah. of the way it's just getting through the information. But yeah, so typically about six meetings. Our initial meeting, our first date, we do a lot of fact-finding. We do a lot of gathering of uh-huh. information, just kind of getting into their heads and finding out what is it you want. And just... And it still takes a few more meetings to really figure them out. But that's a really good first start. So then we move into typically the actual first in-person meeting, like really planning the wedding more than just fact finding is invitations. Okay. I want to, I feel like that sets the tone for the event. It's the first thing the guest receives. It kind of lays the groundwork for everything else we're going to be deciding on throughout the process. So that is one of the very, if not the very first meetings, meeting that we, um, we start with to kind of just get a start on the overall design. Other meetings will be floral, rentals, mm-hmm. cake tasting, menu tasting. Well, we're already at six right there, five right there. I can't count. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's at least one other just like general kind of touch base, like where are we kind of meeting the, the factors into that. Lots of emails, lots of back and forth with that. And a lot of times when we are working with couples from out of town, we we might lump two or three of those meetings together into one weekend or one, not a weekend. We don't typically work weekends because Correct. we work weekends, right. but it might be like a Friday and a Monday. If you're coming in town for this weekend, we might work on Friday and Monday and do some things. So six meetings is about what we include in our contract, but we're not also not like, okay, well, good luck. That was See six. You in June. That Later. Was, yeah. Good luck. I mean, we definitely, if it takes a couple more meetings to make that happen, we do it, but within reason, like you don't need to have six meetings to talk about invitations. No, it doesn't. You know, I, I don't like taking people to multiple cake tastings uh-huh. because that vendor has spent time and energy and resources preparing that, that tasting. Right. So I don't think that's fair to do to those vendors either. If we know that that's not a legitimate, I mean, there are definitely people who are like, I just want some cake. I just want to taste free cake, which is super fun. But I would say go 
buy a cake. Yeah, and, don't and don't waste it. people's time. Uh, uh, no, I don't think that's fair. To and that's I, I do the same thing with clients yeah. that like, well, can we meet two or three times? Why? Like, what's the reason for right. this? Because we can usually take care of it right. over a Zoom call or over a phone right. call or even over email. Right. You know? And I'm a little, I mean, I'm more hands-on, obviously, than you then, are right. in, in the process. So we do feel like we've got to give them a little bit more than, than that. But yeah, I have to be really careful with the amount of meetings that we mm-hmm. allow. I mean, I had clients years ago that wanted to get together and talk about hotel room blocks. And I was oh, like, that's yeah. an email. That's not a, yeah. that's not an in-person meeting. I'd be happy to meet and talk about other stuff, but you know, probably not. Or, you know, they want me to go dress shopping with them. And I'm like, well, I'm flattered, but I, you, you need your sister. And your no, mom. that's not you. you know, that's not, that's not, but I'm happy to do it. I'm happy to give you my input, but that's not typically something that you're, right. that you're contracting me to do. So do you handle professional services, contracts, and payment processing? Do you right. handle those things? We oversee the contracts. We help uh-huh. make sure that those contracts are in line when you're, cause a lot of people don't know to look for if you're hiring a band, they might require 10 meals and they might yeah. require hotel accommodations and they might require travel arrangements. I mean, I've had weddings that thought they were getting a band for X price, didn't really read their contract properly, handled it on their own. Didn't want us really involved in that piece. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they've spent four times what they were thought they were spending on the entertainment because they hadn't factored those pieces in and they mm-hmm. didn't look, they didn't look at the rider. They signed off on it. And then they were like, Oh, and I was like, I, I begged you to let me look at that contract. I begged you to let me see it, but dad wanted to handle it. So, you know, it's on you. I, I didn't get to yeah. handle it. And so, so yeah, it kind of skewed the budget. So I don't know that I answered the question. Yes, we do handle those <laughs> things. <laughs> we don't sign for it. And contract. you get people paid at the end of the night. That's the goal. Yes. yes. So we do, we try to, we try to oversee those contracts and make sure, cause I know what a cake should cost uh-huh. reasonably. I know what a DJ service should cost reasonably. Now right. there's always, an exception to the mm-hmm. rule, but I think it's very important. We we like to take a look at it and make sure that we're we're seeing it. Contract is always between the client and the vendor. We're there to assist. Right. We're we're not the person signing the contract, and typically not the one paying the bill. You know, there's a few. I pick up a tab on a few things and then I'm reimbursed, but typically all that handle is handled through the vendor. But you do right. find out at the end of the night. Hey, have you been paid? Yes, I or do. Or do you still need to be paid? Actually, and I like that. that. We actually typically try to handle that before the event yeah. takes place. I'll get an email saying, hey, have you been paid yet? How yes. much does a client owe you? Exactly. How can we pay? When we yeah. send out that that master timeline, you know, a week, two weeks out, double checking. Mm-hmm. If you've not been paid, let me know. Last call, let me know. <laughs> right. Because I did have a photographer one time come up to a client, New Year's Eve wedding, came up to the client and asked for his check. And I was like, you of all people yeah. have the collateral. Like you're you're their photographer. You're gonna have something to give to them at the last, you know. And I asked you, had you been paid? Don't ever go up to a client asking for money at the event. Like, go to me. I'll handle it. We'll deal with it. Yeah. I can go to dad, but why would you walk up to a bride? You don't go to the bride, especially. Never. And he did. No. And I was like, never see you again. And- no. <laughs> and, and I mean, I when I was first getting started, I would ask the families, I would get paid sure. the night of. Sure. Now it's all digital. They do it the day before. Mm-hmm. And if they don't pay the day before, there's a, a penalty. Yeah. So well, I've switched incentive. my billing even. I've switched my billing even because typically, you know, yes, I would say it was due like a week before or two weeks before because I, but I have pushed it to where they, they pay our fi- final payment about three months out. Oh, wow. Because it's, well, we've done the majority of the work. That's, at that true. Point. That's and true. And at that point, I feel like they trust us enough to know that we're going to be there, but also to know that like, I don't want them thinking about the fact that they paid us. Oh, no. At the end of it, I want them to just be like happy go lucky and maybe there's some reimbursement yeah. after the fact, but I don't want to, you know, slap them with some giant bill that they weren't <laughs> right. expecting. or Because yeah. a lot of times I am the last one getting paid and everybody else has been paid. And then I'm waiting and two or three months later, we're still waiting on our final invoice. Yeah. And that's really difficult. Right. Um, just because, you know, we've, we've paid everybody else out and we're kind of out some money on some things. Yeah. It's never, never good. Never so good. can you walk us through the process of selecting other vendors and how we would be involved? Okay. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> so let me think about that. How do I want to answer that? Really just depends, I think. Yeah, I think it depends on client to client. So some clients maybe say, we trust your your vendor yeah. choices. Yes. Who do we want to start with? Yes. Just tell me. A lot of times I will say, even in that first couple of conversations, do you have any vendors you know you really want to work with? And mm-hmm. almost always they'll have one or two. They've picked the venue already or they know they want to work with this DJ. Or right. No, a few little details like that. Some clients come to us with a full list. And they're like, this is who my sister used. I like everybody on there. Cool. But we do often get the opportunity to, to, to present a few different options. And so what I'll usually do is, okay, if we're looking at florists, here's two or three. If you don't have a preconceived uh-huh. idea of who you want to work with, or if you do, and it's, I know it to be someone who maybe isn't a great fit for them. I'll say, well, here, take a look at these three or four. Usually give them their Instagram, you know, and that's it's yeah. crazy that that's become such a tool, but I've, I usually give them the Instagram accounts of, of, you know, a few options. Go here and look. Look yep. through these. Tell me what you think. And they'll go through and they'll see, I mean, cause I feel like that's where you're putting your best work, you know, and uh-huh. you don't, you're not able to use Instagram quite in the same way. I think is it's not you're not as visual no right is not visual. unless yeah we get the pictures from photographers right, or right. videographers yeah. you guys looking cool in a suit that's a right. great picture but yeah so we though are able to and florists and catering staff like those people are those vendors are all able to utilize those images from a um, photographer and so i feel like what you're putting on your instagram obviously speaks to the type of client that you uh-huh. want to hire and, and your best services so i'll send them to their instagram and take a look and see and kind of rank them tell me one two three and then let's meet with the first one i'm not saying we should meet with three different florist. I'm saying, let's meet with your first choice. And if you don't fall in love during that meeting, then we can go to the next one. But my gut tells me that usually you're going to find somebody based on just what you like. I know here's my track record with Uh a good experience with them. Moving on from that, I think you're going to have, you're going to feel really good about it. If you feel like you really need to have another meeting after that, great. But I think by and large, we can knock it out in the first meeting. Does that make sense? Oh yeah. And it takes less of all of our time, right? Yeah. I just, I hate wasting a meeting Uh with a vendor knowing that this client is most likely not going to hire them. Yeah. Breaks my heart. It's just, and it feels like I'm lying. No, right. You know, it's not fair. So are you willing to step in as our advocate, conveying our visions and desires to pros when we can't? Absolutely. That's a very delicate situation, though, because if there's ever a little bit of a rub between a vendor and a client, obviously, I try to kind of I have to walk a fine line and try to keep people happy with each other. Uh And even, you know, with the the weekend of the wedding, we end up a lot of times, again, having to kind of cater to the client, cater to the client's family, cater to all the client's guests and cater to the venue and the vendors and all that. Try to make sure everybody's happy and we just kind of keep this perfect little, <laughs> what's the word? Um, bubble, no, not bubble. The word, like, perfect little. Symbi- symbiosis or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Trying to just keep a perfect little happy environment for everyone. There you go. But then as far as like, sometimes people just can't, like, I know I like pink, but I don't know how to describe pink. Like, right. What do I like? Do I want pink chairs? Do I want just pink flowers? Like, so a lot of times clients can show me an image, but they can't really tell me why they like it until we kind of really start dissecting it and figuring out what it was. Pinterest is super helpful for that reason, uh-huh. but also kind of difficult because it's it's a Pandora's box of right. ideas. I can help convey those ideas. And, you know, I, I find it very important to find a common thread that's going to run throughout this entire event. Maybe that is the invitations. And we chose gold as our metallic accent and it's on ecru paper. So we know that that's going to be the common thread that runs throughout this. We don't want to choose something later on that completely contradicts because most clients have Pinterest boards that they've had for many years. Uh-huh. And it's the craziest 
craziest mishmash of stuff you've ever seen. Like it doesn't. I mean, <laughs> well, back yeah, like you, this, right. uh, like this. I, thought I was going to get married at the beach, and then we right. went to a barn, and then I went to this hotel. So it's all over the place, and so we try really hard to kind of hone in those ideas. So what is it about this that you still think is super important? Uh-huh. Oh yeah, I don't like that anymore. I don't even know why that's in there. All right, let's get rid of it. Don't even want it. Yeah, and I mean, I, we really don't rely very heavily on Pinterest, but it does kind of help us a little bit peek into somebody's yeah. brain and see where they are. And you're really good at design work in general. Thank you. So that's, uh, I think where you shine a lot is taking those ideas and making them work and Thank beautiful. Like, well, so, and, and sometimes you have ideas that don't necessarily work in the venue that, you know, they love this suspended, huge, amazing floral arrangement, but the venue doesn't allow. Like it can't do that. You can't do that. Yeah. They don't allow that. But what's something that would fit how that kind of resembles that? How can we bridge that, that yeah. gap? Yes. Or, you know, it's, it's a super rustic look, but we're in a country club. Like how right. do you, how do you blend those two ideas together? And I honestly, I think I thrive in kind of the unexpected. Uh-huh. Like how can we, how can we take this, what could be pretty, pretty pedestrian and make it really unique and, and unique to that couple. All right. Next question. Will you handle the invitations? We were just talking about that from wording and ordering to the addressing and mailing. Yeah. What about guest list coordination and RSVPs? Yes. The guest list is the bane of yeah. most couples existence. It's <laughs> the hardest thing. And it's, that's also why Cause you have to get all the addresses. You got, it's so Ugh. hard. Okay. There's a little tip here that I'm going to share. There is a website not an app. I thought it was an app for a little bit. It's not an app. Okay. Postable. Yes. Uh, you may have gotten a text from somebody using this uh-huh. before, but it creates a guest list for you. And it, then it will ship out the stuff, right? Well, I think they can ship. I don't use it for that purpose. Okay. I just Because I, I think it's actually a card mailing service. Yes. But it's a way to actually pull all your addresses together into like a CSV file. So you can pull all this into like an Excel or Google Oh, that's document. nice. Super helpful. So especially if you've got like, I've got all these people's phone numbers, but I don't have it. I don't know their addresses, uh-huh. especially for people who are like, you know, college, haven't maybe established the Christmas card yet or yeah. the Christmas card list. So I'll a lot of times encourage if they're just like, I don't know where to get all these addresses. That's one place we'll start. So there's one little tidbit I'll share. Who is that? Postable? Postable. I do IQ <laughs> brought to you by Postable. Download oh, it today. I walked into that one too, didn't I? <laughs> what was that again? Okay. <laughs> anyway, but so, so starting that guest list though, that determines everything we're choosing from mm-hmm. then on. How many invitations are we ordering? How many chairs do we need? How many people are we feeding? How many drinks are we buying? All the choices that we make reflect back to that guest list. So yes, we create, we help you create a document. People ask me how to weed out the guest list. That I can't hand, that one I can't even touch because I, (laughs) yes. I mean, I think if I looked at my guest list, I had a very giant wedding. If I were to probably do my guest list now, it would be a fraction of that size. People I just haven't seen in years. It was all my parents' friends. I think if I were to get married again, if Uh we were to do the wedding now, it would be a fraction of the size. Mine would, I guess, I would say I look at all of it. Mm -hmm. Who's going to bring the best gift? Obviously. Obviously. And who are the people you know aren't going to come, but will send a gift? So you got to send those out. Also important. No, I mean, I wouldn't, and I don't regret having had a very large wedding. That's, Mm -hmm. you know, obviously what we loved and we were with our friends and all that. But I just feel like the, the number of people that that we socialize with compared to what we did then. No, right. It's just very different. It's different. But yeah, creating that creating that guest list is super important. So we have a hand in that. We help. Obviously, we can't really, that's very personal, uh-huh. but we help with that. And then we we help select the invitation. We have been known to assemble invitations, stuff, stamp, mail, all that. So we, we will even do RSVP service if people wow. want that. And is it extra charge? It doesn't sometimes. Okay. I think it depends just on the depends. client. Okay. It kind of depends on the client. Just everything we do is super customized. So if it makes sense for us to be the one collecting, 
Yes. A lot of times the client wants that. They want to touch and feel every single card that comes back in and they want to, you know, they, they want to see. You can, like you can handle that. And That's you good. can handle that. It's all you. <laughs> it's not the worst thing in the world right. though to handle. I don't mind doing it. I don't mind doing it at all. So, okay. yeah. Did I answer everything? On yeah, that? that was perfect. Do you handle rentals and will you coordinate delivery, arrival and setup times with the photographer, the florist, the musicians and the caterer banquet manager? I think you know the answer Woo. to that very well. Yes. Yes. So we build out a like, why are you like, emailing me so many times? Exactly. You're I'm killing good. me. Good. Yes, so we send, I mean, multiple emails, phone calls, texts, just making, confirming details, making sure certain vendors we've worked with multiple times, we uh-huh. know roughly when you're going to need to show up. We we have a pretty good idea of that, but we try to communicate, especially when it's a wedding that's very detailed, like very specific ins and outs, um, some flip, you know, if we have to do a flip or anything like that, we're very communicative as far as like, how's that work? Big master, di- yeah. master timeline, usually between six and eight pages long, a lot of detail that you don't care about. And honestly, when the whole thing is, and I know you don't. And no, I know, it's fine. I mean, it's, 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 we've got to have it all in one place yeah. though, because otherwise it's all over. No, that's good. Check the timeline. 90% of like the Like what page ask, do I need? Yes. Oh, page Reference, six. Okay. Uh-huh. And we're good. <laughs> but it, it is helpful because it gets everything into one place. It helps the client, even though it's more information than they need, it helps get everything into one place so we can watch the flow of this event. But yes, we handle every bit of that. Yes. We work with rentals. We help select all those items. It's um, kind of the point of having you there. I think so, yeah. yeah. Now, I don't think all planners are designers. Those are not. No, that's true. We definitely can Venn diagram that out. Yes. All planners are not designers and all designers are not planners. I think it takes the perfect storm to be both, Uh to be able to do both successfully. But coordinating and handling all the rentals is one of the main things of hiring a wedding planner. So you don't have to worry about it. No, you shouldn't. You shouldn't be thinking about that. You shouldn't be there checking off and seeing that they're 25 dinner plates short. That's not your problem. Uh -uh. That's our problem. Let us handle that. Let us figure out how we're going to solve that problem. So now into day of logistics. Yeah. We're at question 10 is all. Oh, mercy. How many people on your staff will be at the wedding? Depends on the wedding. Okay. There are some weddings where it can be one. Uh Contract includes one staff member. Okay. Additional staffing is usually brought in because of extra place settings. Somebody has to do that. One person cannot physically do all those things. You know, you're paying for the the service of the planner that is going to be there with you start to finish, making sure that things are done. We're not furniture movers. Like you don't want me dragging a sofa across the, you know, across the venue. You don't, I mean... (laughs) Yeah, you definitely don't want that. You know, we we will drop linens. We will help with place settings. You know, we can do all those things, but there's only so many hours in a day. Uh-huh. That's the bottom line. We can only do so much. So we do have to bring in additional staff a lot okay. of the time. So, yeah. So here's the next question. Can you create a timeline that tells everyone involved in the planning process, all your wedding pros, what to do and when to do it? And how will you make sure that everyone sticks to that schedule? We look at that timeline as our Bible for the weekend. Like everything to a fault, everything is included in there. Yes. Some stuff you don't care about all the details. Right. Caterer doesn't care about all the details, but collectively mm-hmm. it's all important. So, because sometimes I think, you know, the cake baker has to know how her delivery fits into the grand scheme of things. It's true. Because if it's not there at the right time, then we can't move forward with the next step. Right. So, um, you know, knowing that floral begins at this time, you know, we have to have the dance floor set and in place long before that happens. Or if, you know, if there's going to be, you know, items going up in the ceiling, that has to happen before we get everything on the floor. Uh-huh. We've, we've had to step back over each other and we just end up spending so much more time if we don't carefully think through that stuff. So yeah, we definitely build that out. Sometimes it bites us. It definitely <laughs> happens and, and things don't go as planned. You know, trucks break down and deliveries are late. I mean, that always happens. Uh-huh. But, you know, the more we can stay, the better we can stay to our time frame, to our timeline, the more successful the day is going to be overall. So how do you make sure that the pros are sticking to that? Staying on people the best yeah. we can. Like if some, I think late, everybody in the industry respects each other for too. For the most. I mean, because they, they know their piece. Like uh-huh. they know if I don't get this done, then I can't move on to my next job because there are 
are some that might have three or four setups in one oh, day. Right. They got to get in, get it done. So if they're not in place, ready to go, ready to get set up, they may miss their window. Yeah. So they've got to get their job done. So I think mostly they really are very careful about that. There are some companies that we've had difficulties with and it's just hard to work with mm-hmm. them because they won't follow a timeline. Like there's a reason I need that delivered at that time because everything else that happens after it is built, yeah. is built based on that. And if you're a vendor that is hard to work with, then know that you're probably not getting as much business as you could. It's true. I mean, because as true. vendors, we have to work good together. Have to. And have to. the people that you recommend the most are the ones that you like working mm-hmm. with. So well, if you're supposed keep that to be there, if you're supposed to be there at 745, like if you're not there at 745, let us know so we can, you know, because I'm like holding another truck yeah. because I'm like, no, 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 they're supposed to be here at somewhere. I've got to get this in first before you come. But if you're three hours late, I can't, I can't no. do much about that. No, that's yeah. on you. Yeah. So what happens if you're sick or otherwise unable to be there on the day of the wedding? Okay. <laughs> Knock on wood. That has not happened yet. Yeah. I know it's going Same to. here. I do get migraines. Yeah. And you are a migraine. That's what your husband calls you. I know. Migraine. Terrible. I get migraines. I <gasps> never know when they're coming. I've never been able to pinpoint like what my triggers are even. Yeah. I, I don't know. And I've had probably three or four weddings that I can think of off the top of my head. I've had three or four that have just hit me. All of a sudden I've got a migraine. I don't, it's not, and I don't, feel yeah. like it's this, I don't feel like they're stress induced. Do you get, is it a sick migraine or it's what? A, it's an optical. So I lose oh. my vision for a little while and it looks like a flash bulb has gone off. So I'm like, it's like, I can't see. Oh wow. It's awful. I can usually get through. I mean, I, I can, I've got some medications that I can take that'll at least subside. Uh-huh. Knock on wood, I've not been sick enough that I've had to leave. I have had to go lay down for a little while until the medicine kicks in. That's why I don't like to be by myself. I like to have so, a team there to make sure things get done. How long does it take for cocaine to work? <laughs> <laughs> That's the medicine you're talking about, that right? seems very unsuccessful. A little bit of uh, cocaine? <laughs> <laughs> That is not my drug of choice, but um, I would be much skinnier, I guess, if I if it were. Just a little cocaine will do all the work for you. Uh, no, but yeah, so that is definitely. I mean, that'll knock me down sometimes for a couple of hours, yeah. and I can't. I don't. I don't have a couple of hours to afford on a certain on a wedding day. So no. there've definitely been times um, where I, I just have to pop my medicine the quickest I can and just get back to work and just like try and to pray to God that you make it through. I mean, really, yeah. that's the truth. And and it it seems to happen a lot of times later in the evening. Thankfully, I've only had a few times where it's happened early in the day, but it's, I mean, it's possible, yeah. but I used to get ill. I mean, when I was younger, cause I started having these when I was about 13, when I would get like at school or something, I would get motion sickness. Oh. And so I would have to go home. I, I would vomit. And I'd be oh, sick man. And it was bad. I outgrew that, thankfully. Yeah. Now I just can't see. And then my face <laughs> kind of goes numb for a little bit. It's not great. But I mean, it's, you know, it's something I've kind of learned to live yeah. with. And I'm not to the point. They're not bad enough or consistent enough that I am on a preventative because they're so inconsistent. Right. I could go six months and not have When's one. When's the last one that you had? About last week, I think. Okay. And before that, though, I couldn't tell you. Yeah. I mean, four or five months. I feel like ago. you're having one right now because you're looking at me. It's kind of funny. Know, I'm over here. I know. I'm over I know. here. There you are. <laughs> I'm bouncing around. I know. Yeah. So, so if, if, I mean, if, yeah, if I were to be sick and not able to be there, I would definitely I'd have somebody there. I've got yeah. team members. I've got people who would jump in and handle it. I guess if my only instance where I, if I were in the hospital, I'd, yeah. I'd have somebody there though. The job yeah. would get done. Even right. If it was my best friend, just reading from the list, like, okay, this is what happens next. Yeah. We would you make it, it happen. We'd make it right. happen. Yeah. So I'd never get, leave a couple high dry. Getting into your experience in the wedding business and yeah. planning. How many weddings have you planned? Do you think? I don't even know the answer to that. Because we kind of talked about this yeah. on the first episode. I mean, I guess I could, you know, do the math and figure it out, but it's a, it's a lot. A couple hundred? A couple hundred probably, yeah. yeah. Uh, how many weddings will you be working on throughout the entire process and on the day of at the same time, do you think? 
That's a really hard question to answer too, because they're all on a rolling basis, you know? So I start, I start one and I work with somebody for, you know, 12 to 18 yeah. months. So at, at, at any given time, I've got probably 15 weddings on the books yeah. at any different, you know, stage in the process. But the rest of my team also has probably that many as well. So, you know, I mean, I could possibly have up to 60 weddings mm-hmm. at multiple stages, not that's probably a little high, but probably, you know, that's, it could be though. Never know. Never know. On a wedding day, I personally only take one, uh-huh. but I might have three different team members at three different events. Right. Occasionally I've been in a situation where I kind of bounce between the three. If I don't have something personally scheduled that day, I might bounce between the three, just checking in on things. It might just be a text or a phone call, but I, yeah, I don't take more than one event on a weekend. But the, the uh, person you're working with has your full attention. Absolutely. Yes. 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 All right. So have you planned any weddings at our site? And I, yeah, you oh, planned yeah. weddings at almost every site. I'd say just about every venue. I mean, yeah. the big names in Northwest Arkansas and, and, you know, Central Arkansas, I've been at most of those multiple yes. times. There, yeah. there are a few that I've not gotten to work at yet for just whatever reason. Um, Do you go beforehand and look at them? Definitely. Because you need to know the layout and how yes. to map everything out. Absolutely. Right. You know, because I do, I build out a master floor plan that uh-huh. has all the details in it. And I obviously need to see it in person in order to, you know, get measurements. And like, typically I can get a lot of those measurements digitally. Yeah. Most of them can, I don't have to go out, thankfully, and hand draw these measurements. <laughs> that That's a whole other yeah, issue. That would suck. But typically I can get the floor plans and and build those out. And then, um, but yeah, I definitely, at least once we'll okay. go to the venue, especially if it's an out of town venue I've not worked at. If it's a venue I've been to dozens of times, no. there's no need. There's no need. All right. Do you uh, do destination weddings? Yeah, I love destination What's weddings. What's your most fun destination wedding you've ever been to? I've not done a ton, I'll be honest. Um, I just got, I think I bragged about this one a thousand times, but Charleston, South Carolina was. Oh, so, yeah. That was last year, wasn't it? it was, no, it was. It feels like a year ago. It was February. Was that in February? Yes. Oh, yes, it was crazy. Feels like yeah, it definitely. It really does. I mean, that was that was before the the floor fell out on. All Have of you us. done any weddings out of the country? No, I've done one. Have you? Yes. It's hard. That is a yeah. hard thing for me to do because I have to source so many things. True. So I have to do some serious, like on the ground work in that area yeah. when I'm working. It's not a problem. It's something that's totally well, manageable. Maybe they'll fly you down there. I know. It's I great. did one in, uh, what's uh, the below California? Mexico? Yeah, but. <laughs> Baja? Uh, no, that area. San Antonio or uh, New Mexico or something? No, it's it no, it in Mexico. Okay, Mexico. <laughs> what are some places to go in Mexico? I just like not Cosmo, Cabo. Okay, I did in Cabo, Cabo okay. San Lucas. See, I think it's like way down here. And they, the couple flew me down there. Yeah, I got to stay a week. It's awesome. I had to rent the equipment from yeah the the area. Yeah, and it, it was great. No problem. It was problems. perfect. It was really warm outside. Yeah, well, but it was it was Mexico. fun. They had a blast. Yeah, I think being a planner for destination weddings is kind of its own animal. So there are, you know, when you're going to Mexico, there are companies at most resorts that handle those type of events. Yes. Heck yeah, I would do it. But it requires at least one meeting, you know, visit uh-huh. beforehand. Do it. Right. And then, it, and then you know, it's just hard for me though, because, you know, with kids, it's uh-huh. hard to be, to plan on that kind of travel. Right. Because I end up being gone for so long. So it's, it, that's kind oh, of difficult. So much so. fun. I wish I could do yeah. more. That, yeah. that resort was like, we've never had a DJ like this. How can we get this guy back? And you're like, here's my card. Yeah, like, uh, I would love to do weddings yeah, here. Yeah, no kidding. But, yeah. Uh, just not feasible. I, I, do, I do love traveling and I, I really enjoy getting to do destination weddings. It just is not, I just haven't for whatever reason been reached out to for that a whole okay. lot, but I, I'm all about it. I love it. I've, oh, got, yeah. I've got a couple this year. I, had, I mean, I've had a few. They're we fine. need to get into photography. That's, that's, that's where that's it's at. Gig. It is. Pack that camera and you're <laughs> on your way. Yeah. So what was the, the most unique wedding you ever planned? 
I mean, there's a lot of them because you've done some pretty amazing weddings. Like you did one at Crystal Bridges a few years ago that was pretty intense. You did Miss America's wedding that was pretty savvy. Her wedding was pretty amazing. I don't know. Most unique. I mean, I've had some pretty cool things. I mean, I've had couples that maybe blending two different cultures. That's always really interesting. I had a couple who the bride's dad was from, I think he was, he was Indian. Okay. And so they did this beautiful, like they did a Mindy party for the bride the day before the wedding. And so her hands were completely painted. So there were a lot of details and touches, you know, and and the, the groom was from West Texas. And so we had a lot of details that kind of blended together in Crystal Bridges. This wedding. Oh, that's Cool. Very unique. Yeah, it was really cool. So we had kind of some elements from a lot of different things. That was interesting. I mean, we had Bollywood music like during the reception. Oh, the ants were going did crazy. Did you dance? Did you yes, dance? Yes, I did. I was like, mm-hmm. did they do celebrate <laughs> in no, Bollywood not. style? No, I don't think That'd that even fun. exists. No, I don't think uh, I'm sure it does. We can make it happen. <laughs> uh, what are some ideas you have for pulling off our vision? And I think you kind of have to know their vision first yeah. off. Yeah, you've got to kind of dive into that. And I think I excel when we're trying to blend together things that maybe don't necessarily go together. Uh-huh. You know, if you love something, you're guests are going to love it too. Right. So typically, I mean, you know, getting to work with a client throughout the process, you see all their crazy ideas uh-huh. and you see as you start to, you know, break down and kind of hone in more on more, what more and more what you're planning on doing, you see what's not going to work and what is going to work. And so I think that's, things just sort of happen organically. I think you kind of weed out some of the riffraff, the things that don't necessarily work. And I think the cream just kind of rises to the top. Like you find what's the best idea that, you know, you hone in on what, what's the, you know, we have four different ideas for floral. We like yeah. all these ideas. These don't work at the venue, but this one really does. I think this could be really successful. So it's it's just kind of a, it's it's a constant evolving uh-huh. process. Like you said, you are good with, with creating. I and appreciate that. Thanks. So. Well, and I work with really awesome people who can create those things. Right. You know, I, I feel like when I walk into a meeting for, um, for floral, I'm relying on that designer also. I'm a designer, but so are they. And I want to give them the opportunity to shine. As with any vendor, you know, yeah, caterer, here's some ideas. You do you though. Like, what do you right. have to suggest? I'm not. I'm not a foodie. I've seen this. I think this would be cool. They like this. What can we do? I did have one though where we we tried to kind of go off the map at a well known hotel restaurant. Uh-huh. They're known for this type of food. The couple kind of wanted to go this direction. Food tasting was a flop. It was bad. Oh, I mean, we just, not that they didn't do it well, but that's not what they do. Right. And at the end of it, we were just kind of like, yeah, let's. I think we need to go back to what they do. We need to go back. There's a reason they've created exactly. this menu. We need to go back to what they do well. So sometimes it doesn't work. Oh, sometimes, but at least they know, tried. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So here's a question for you. What's your secret for staying calm under pressure and how do you deal with day of disasters? <laughs> Knowing that there are many, many, many eyes on me, I think is the yeah. first secret. You know, I think it's because I'm <laughs> able to, I'm able to, it is, it's, it's business. Uh-huh. I'm able to take a step back and be like, okay, how are we going to solve this problem? Often before the client even finds out that there's no, right. a problem. Like, how am I going to go to them and say, and most of the time they never know there was. Never know. No. Um, there are times when they do know, for example, I had the power go out at an event. Huh. What happened there? Yeah. Hmm. But (laughs) we had to figure out a solution. Yeah. Client knew about the problem. Everybody knew about the problem. Uh, Yeah. And we just went to every table. Hi, guys. Just checking on you. Everybody good? (laughs) Everything's fine. You just keep the smile on your face. That's all you can do. You know, Rome is burning. Right. We're going to keep smiling and and we're going to figure it out Mm -hmm. because nobody that's on site wants this to fail. No. Every one of those vendors is going to do everything they can to help make this a success. So You got to keep it lighthearted. You got to keep it lighthearted. Even in, you know, bad scenarios where like something falls on grandma. It's terrible. Does that happen? Yeah, it happened. What? Like a ballast and a lighting. On grandma? Yeah. Ballast and a lighting (laughs) fell on grandma's shoulder. 
And of course, the venue came and took care. And I just was like, you know, oh, hi. Oh, just making sure you're okay. We checked on her throughout the night. And- Does Grandma look like she's okay? Her arm is broken. Her shoulder. She'll never <laughs> be the same. Goodness, she was not actually injured. I mean, <laughs> you know, it was an irritation. Yeah. It was, thankfully, she wasn't injured. But yeah, like stuff, you just kind of have to smile and remember that this too shall pass. Like yeah. this day will end. It seems like it won't at the time. Sometimes those things will. go on and on. But yeah, for sure. So we're at question number 20. Yeah. Do you have any references? Nope, you don't. Nope, that no was references. easy. Um, <laughs> and they're on your website? Our website has lots of reviews. Facebook, Instagram. No, Instagram doesn't have reviews. No, not Instagram. <laughs> Google Unless and Bing. you posted them. Exactly. I don't do that. So Google and Bing, there's lots of um, places for reviews on there. We ask clients to do that after the event. I'm not great about following up. Uh-huh. They haven't done that. I've right. got to get better about that. But as a former client, the best thing you can do for a vendor is give them a review. Uh-huh. Tell everybody else how great the service was. If it wasn't great, I would say go to that vendor and say, hey, you know, I want to review you. Couple issues with this. Talk to them. Maybe you don't know the whole story, like mm-hmm. why things maybe weren't as great as they were. But yeah, I, yes, we've got references. Okay. We've got lots and lots of clients who were like, please let us let us refer you. Two questions left. Two questions left. Scared. No, one question left. Okay, That's so right. one of them's a stinker. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Last question's dumb. How do payments work? Uh, great. Okay. Yeah. Payments to my company? Like or a percentage of the budget, a flat yeah. fee. Will there be additional expenses on top? top of your base fee, like travel, parking, food, all that. So there are companies who work off of a percentage of the total event. Uh I don't feel that that's a fair way to do it because then there's the question, well, aren't you just trying to get us to spend more money so you make more money? Yeah. So I'm very adamant that we're a flat fee. Okay. You hire us for this job. We do this job. We manage this piece of the job. Additional staffing. Yeah, that's extra. Things that we might have, you know, a lot of times we'll pick up things. We'll pick up the tab for some certain things. So we definitely, there can be additional fees afterward, but never some something that the client doesn't know about. Right. We keep a master budget as we go through this and we refer back to it constantly. We're always pointing back to that budget. Okay, I got the pricing for those um, lamps that we, were, we talked about. They're in the budget. They've been ordered. You're going to, you know, you're going to uh-huh. reimburse and it always says final bill. Like it's going to be on their final bill as a reminder just that this is coming. Don't forget, you do owe us still for this because I, no, nobody hates getting a surprise bill worse than me. No, right. Nobody hates it worse than me. So like to make sure that people are aware of what's coming and, you know, if they want to pay those little things as they go, they totally can. But you typically have forgotten that you spent $500 on postage in November Uh, by August. You've forgotten about that. And all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, I still owe her $500 for postage. That's a lot of money for postage. Right, right. So no, we don't like to surprise people with a bill at the end that doesn't relate to anything they've already talked about. Did I answer that question? Yeah, that was perfect. Do you have anything else that you want to share with clients about what you do or or other vendors or anything like that? Before I move on to, I have three just random questions for you. I'm scared now. They're not bad. They're um, I would say the biggest advice to, that I would give to potential clients yeah. is just like we say, please don't come to us with what's your price. No, come to us with, hey, this is what I'm thinking. Here's the details on our wedding. I, you know, and and where would you land probably budget wise with this? Uh-huh. Because we do try. And now there are companies who are just like, here's our price, shoot it back to you. But we, I feel like we are a custom company, and we are able to structure ourselves around right. your needs. You know, I feel like there's not even a package A, B, C, or D. It's kind of like A point one. A point three. Well, like, you know, true. A little, you know, but you can, are a premium. For sure. So you're not going to just gonna customize it, it so much where it's not worth your time. Exactly. Exactly. 
obviously, but we are willing within a certain parameter uh-huh. um, to, to be flexible. Yeah. You, know, be, you know, Maybe we cut out these services and we can still work with you. We know how stressful that can be to try yeah. to plan a wedding. So we want to make sure that we keep our peace shouldn't be stressful. Our peace should be the calm. And after we've had that, even that very first conversation, you should walk out going, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm, everything is kind of right. Now I don't have to worry about anything. Exactly. Yeah. I don't want to think about that stuff anymore. So, so your sh- slogan should be like my slogan. You just show up, get married and have fun. We'll take care of the rest. Take care of the rest. Boom. Calm in the chaos. Yeah. That's I like that. Yeah. All right. So here's some fun questions okay. for you. The first okay. one, what is your favorite wedding color right now? What are you into right now? I know it's a tough question. I'm not, it's funny. Blue is not my favorite color. Uh It's never really been my favorite color, but I am drawn to it over and over different tones of blues. And I've done some really beautiful weddings that were like a multitude of blues lately. That's not new and fresh and different, but I think it's the application of that. You know, there's only so many colors in the rainbow. I also really like a nude wedding. Like where everybody shows up. No, I'm, I'm on board too. <laughs> you show tone. up and the sign says, leave your clothes <laughs> at the door, take them off. And you just stroll in and you're giving all your friends a thumbs up. Oh, you're yeah. pointing at grandma, you're pointing at grandpa, at the you same know? Time. Yeah. yeah no. So when everybody's at the nude wedding, it's not as big of a deal. Okay. Just saying. That's true, but that's not the kind of nude <laughs> I'm talking about. Okay. Well, then uh, I'm not interested. <laughs> Over it. I should say tonal. Okay. That tonal. makes sense. Ivories, whites, creams, kind of bring Bringing in some really beautiful blush tones, just really like almost the absence of color. Yeah, I think is really beautiful. I don't know. I get really excited about lots of different palettes. Like every client, you know, they give me a little bit of a tidbit of what they like, and then I get to kind of run with it. Uh-huh. So that's what I. I mean, I I get excited about lots of different palettes. I don't know. Okay, well, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it just really depends. The, yeah, there's not one. I'm just like dying to do right now, but I do feel like I've done a lot with the blues lately. I love it. I think it's beautiful and I think it can be very well done. Uh Can't really imagine seeing a red wedding done successfully. Not right now. No. Like it has its season or it has its time. Everything comes back. That's like a Merlot or something. I'm talking about like red Valentine's day. Oh, I've been to those weddings. I know you have. I know you have. And it's, that color can kind of throw off the cheese factor. It totally can. So, yeah. Although I I say that and I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth. I had a fabulous wedding (laughs) in January. Right after Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. And we were so conscious to not make it red. You know, we wanted to keep, you know, this holiday, this kind of feeling, but we wanted to make sure that it was not a red wedding. And so we pulled in all these jewel tones. So the red, kind of a cranberry Merlot was our base. So we went off, we didn't use red, red, except in a little bit of flower tones, but then we kept like all the jewels with the purple and the pinks and it was to die for. Oh, I bet that was was really Blood red would be good for Halloween. Yes, it would. Just slap it on there with pumpkin oh, orange and I you're good it. to go. Yeah. All right. We were talking about flowers. What's yes. your favorite flower right now for a wedding? I mean, everybody's obsessed with the peony. These gorgeous, uh-huh. big, fluffy flowers. I always love that. I just I choose tulips. baby's breath. I just want baby's breath for everything. <laughs> So it had a, a bouquet of baby's breath, um, baby's breath, breath everywhere. They get little girls dropping baby's breath yeah. as they're walking down the what aisle. What a mess that is. I mean, tulips are my other favorite. I love tulips. Tulips are beautiful. I love And I actually like the little um, ruffled French tulips, little white tips. Oh. I think they're so pretty. I love a tulip. Yeah. And the final question at every wedding you go to, what song do you hope you hear? Oh, there's a lot of songs I really do. I get excited. I love the killers. I do love the killers. Yeah. So anything killers. Mr. Mr. Brightside is the best. Like who one. doesn't love that? I know. We just, it's happy for dancing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Taylor, anytime she's with me at a wedding, like 
that any, anytime those come on, we're just like, <gasps> and like, we just run it. I mean, I it's a good sing along. It's a great sing along. Well. And I just, I, I don't dance a whole lot at weddings. I'll kind of run out there for a second, but that is one that's going to get me on the dance floor for sure. I love Mr. Brightside, huh? Just anything killers really. I do. Oh, love. wow. Yeah. You were at that concert yeah, last year. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm a big fan. It was a great show. It was a great show. Right. I'm still searching for his jacket. Did you know there was a huge ordeal? Like I was searching no. for the jacket. Do you remember the jacket? He was yeah, wearing? it was awesome. It was amazing. So it was, it was YSL about a $4,000 jacket. Only 4000 Only $4,000. Who cares? I, I searched high. High and low, and I was like, couldn't oh, find it, huh? No, it was just, it was not even available. It might have been a custom one. I, for it him. had to have been. Yeah. I did find an actual image of it online, though. So I was like, oh my god. Oh, you need it. I love that jacket. It was beautiful. So I did gorgeous. not know you were such a killer. I'm fan. a big fan. Yeah, I really like. I've always liked them. Um, and that, and yeah, they're just great. Where did you sit at that sh- concert? Were you out in the? Where were? Because I was in the pit, about five feet. I was not him. as good as seats as you are. But I went by myself as yeah. well. I bought my ticket right before the show. We were in, we weren't in the pit, but we were like in the first few rows behind the pit. Okay. So we were yeah. close. We were in good seats. Well, I could see you. Yeah. Because I was waving at you the whole time. <laughs> you were focused <laughs> on me. You are focused on me, not Brandon. That's kind of a good um, <laughs> It was a great show though. Yeah, it was such a good show. Um, but that was super, I'm trying to think. What else? Okay, so there's another there's a, there's a Fitz in the Tantrum song that I love. Uh-huh. I don't I've never heard it at a wedding though, but Living for the Weekend. That's a good song. Love that song. And I think it could be it might not ever work for a wedding yeah. though, but I don't know. I think and you're big into twerking, so what's your favorite twerk song? <laughs> Everybody's like, oh, it's Amanda. She loves to twerk. <laughs> she's gonna twerk. No, she's not. Hey, give it up for Amanda Reed. <laughs> she comes out there and just drop it. Drop it, drop it low, drop it, drop it, drop it low. You're like, whoa, I didn't know she had it in her. I mean, if I'm gonna twerk, it's probably gonna be to Savage. Oh uh, yeah. Megan. That's you know, a good one. Yeah, it's going to be savage. I don't even know. Like, I don't know. I'm not and sure. your favorite slow song? Mm. What was your wedding song, by the way? Don we- Williams. Okay. Wouldn't be a man. Look that up. It's a good song. Okay. It's a really pretty song. Probably haven't heard it since then. Yeah. We're about to celebrate our 18th anniversary. I was uh, thought you were going to say Don McLean, American Pie. <laughs> I'm, I'm Miss American <laughs> Pie. No, Don Williams. Um, or yeah. since your husband played for the Razorbacks, you just do a, the hog call totally. fight song totally. for your first dance. Totally. Totally. Yeah, no. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> I think this is where we end. I think we've got to go out somewhere. Yeah. Answers from the knot. Well, I hope I didn't make it. No, they were great. Myself. Yeah. You're hard to talk to, like, not like a client. Like, you know, if I'm talking to a potential I want to hire you right now. And Man. I'm not even getting married. <laughs> I mean, I want to hire you. Put me on the books. Are you available for my date? I am available <laughs> for your date. Yes, sir. I am. Uh, thanks, everybody, for joining us. This is Amanda. I am Brock. And this is the I Do IQ Podcast. Thanks so much for listening and make sure to subscribe and expect a new exciting episode each and every week. Please follow us on social as well at I Do IQ Podcast. If you have a guest recommendation or a topic you would like to hear discussed on the podcast, please let us know. The I Do IQ Podcast is recorded at the most amazing studio in Northwest Arkansas and by the most amazing and best looking people in all the world, Go Rogue X. You can follow them on social as well at Go Rogue X or visit them online at GoRogueX.com. They truly are amazing. And if you're looking to start a podcast, they are your go-to people. Also, a big shout out to our creative people, David Kinney from Forward all the way from the great state of Michigan. You can check his website out, theforwardcreative.com for all your logo and design needs. And for more information on Brock and Amanda, please visit djbrockentertainment.com and amandareedweddings.com. Thank you again, and we'll see you on the next episode.